Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm Derek Riley. I'm with Chaz Smith. And welcome to the 43rd episode of Dirty Water. With a deep stroke of conversation is the sweetest punishment. And we're in the midst of our ferocious tonguing and wild bumping, you feel our tenderness. Today's guest on Dirty Water needs no introduction, although an introduction she shall get. She moves like a ballet prima donna through the rubbernecking surf crowd, a surfer, yes, but not until recently of the chase the tour sort. Years back, she hit 1 million followers on Instagram, men from every culture, religion, lavishing praise such as that's great, small butt fat. La plus belle femme du monde, mon bébé, ma vie, je t'aime. Your hottest item of the moment. And please check your DMs. She is small and slim and her face is sharp, as pointed as the beak of a stork, and with the mysterious beauty of things seasoned by storms. Our guest has appeared in Sports Illustrated's swimsuit issue, alongside Kate Upton and Chrissy Teigen, and has featured in Esquire magazine. Some years ago, she twerked before her Supergirl Pro Heat in Oceanside, ran it on YouTube and stole many millions of views. Lately, she has appeared as Queen Bitch on ABC's The Ultimate Surfer. Please welcome Anastasia Ashley. Wow, what an intro. I love it. <laughs> That's what, I mean, I feel that uh, we should print up Derek's intros and mail them out on some commemorative plaque or, I don't know, maybe a mug, something nice. They're always poetically gorgeous. They are. I mean, I'm. I want that frame for sure. We can run it on your um, tombstone. Yes. Uh, how are you guys? I'm great, Chaz. Fantastic, Nashville. Yeah. No, I'm excited to come on the show. You know, I'm a fan of all the podcasts you guys do, and you know, um, I, it's exciting to just be a part of one now. So, where are you, Anastasia? So I'm currently traveling right now and um, I'm actually on the East Coast up in Florida. So just kind of bouncing around a bit since COVID, um, you know, I've been spending a lot of time again in Hawaii and just kind of stoked to travel again and be bouncing around. Nice. Where's, is, is, Miami, is Miami home or where is actually home? Yeah. So um, I've been down in Miami for the last, uh, gosh, like four or five years and I love it. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. And like, um, it's like one of these places, I mean, honestly, if there was waves, it would be like the best place in the world, hands down, but, um, we're a little wave starved, but you know, I still get in the water like every day when I'm there. Are you, do you surf trip down to, down to Barbados? Yeah. You know, I Southern dogs. I'm sorry. What? Well, I mean, do you, do you like really get on it? Like all those guys who the Florida boys who really hawk the hurricane swells and go catch all those islands, the Caribbeans. Yeah, no, basically like, I just try to go on like really good surf trips, like whether it be Caribbean or going North or um, Hawaii, even California, like I'm still like pretty mobile. Um, even though, you know, I try to live out of my suitcase as much as possible, but obviously this, past year with COVID it was a little harder to do that but now I've been traveling again have you been to Barbados 
I have. Yeah. But I haven't been in years, actually. Um, I'm dying to go back. I love it down there. It's gorgeous. I love dancing in the nightclubs there. Because the first time I ever saw twerking was when I was in the little nightclub thing. And these chicks just Yeah, I know. I got, I got to go down there and link up with Rihanna or something. She's down there. Oh, do you know Rihanna? No, but like, I mean, I could maybe hit her up and she'll probably ignore me, but it would be, I would like to know Rihanna. You're pretty sick to twerk with Rihanna. It would be amazing. God damn it. Um, so the, uh, Rihanna and, and McCook pairing was one of the hottest surfing ever produced. Remember that one? Yeah, that is true. They had a little fling and I like, I'm all for it. Like, I mean, talk about a power couple that would have been. I mean, great. Great. Hey, hey, so the big news in America right now, Chaz Anastasia, is Texas's ban on abortions uh, for six weeks. How do you feel about it? What's the view from the influencer world, Anastasia? The influencer world. You know, I haven't really, I, I did start seeing the headlines going around social media today a little bit, but I really haven't read up on it enough to give an opinion. Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, I, I try to stay pretty neutral when it comes to everything like that. And, you know, I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion and feelings. And so definitely it's a subject that has many mixed feelings and many mixed opinions. And so I think it's in everyone's, um, freedom and right to like, feel how you want to feel, whether you support it or not. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of that, like I, I kind of, I'm not really a political person. <laughs> what about you, Chaz, as a, um, as a Christian man, as a man of the cavalry? A man, as a Christian man, I mean, abortion is really such a, such a tough one, right? I mean, because yeah, at some point I think that, or clearly like that life is precious and, and, you know, we should do everything we can to preserve it. But then on the exact same hand, I suppose, uh, you know, preserving the, the life and dignity of the people who are honored, you know, these women and stuff, and so often they're poor. And so to force somebody to have a child that they can't care for, like, I, I truly wish the church would get a lot more behind, hey, okay, you know, or the state of Texas or whatever, through the church, uh, since it seems like this is where a lot of this is coming from, right? Like, we, if we're going to make you, or if we're going to basically outlaw abortion, then the state or the church will totally be responsible for you, right? Like, to both outlaw something and then tell people you're just stuck, like, we're taking away, you know, any possibility for you to have a choice here. But then also, screw you, like, be homeless with your child seems very 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 ill-conceived very like i don't know how you can have one without the other i don't know how you can have real strict yeah, that's what, that's what I, think. I think it's something that you know needs to be thought of more and worked out and you know like i said i'm not running for politics at this point in my career but you know maybe maybe in the future you know it'll be something i can be a little adverse to talk more about but yeah, I mean, I definitely think, um, you know, obviously uh, we'll see how, you know, this progresses. Well, I'm of the opinion because I've been so many fucking children over the years that um, it's a very helpful service, but it's um, rather unpleasant as well at the same time. I mean, it's a real, that's a, anybody 
who has not anybody who has firm opinions on it. I think the firm opinions are wonderful about it, but I don't know how you could have one without the other, right? If you're going to be super anti-abortion, then you better be super pro helping people out. And if you're super pro-abortion, then you better, I mean, look at the mirror and, you know, what does that mean? What does that mean for human history or humans in general? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a nasty business. It's a nasty business because once you see it beating hard on the ultrasound screen, it's pretty um, confronting to say, yeah, yeah, kill the little fucker. Kill that thing. Yeah. I don't want you. Yeah. I, I didn't know this was CNN or Fox News. I thought this was Beach Grit. <laughs> was the, that's exactly yeah. what Beach Grit is. Fox News is surf media. I, I like it. I like it. Hey, so so for the record, um, Anast- for people listening, Anastasia has signed a non-disclosure agreement so she can't talk beyond episode four of Ultimate Surfer and then can't confirm Zeke Lau's win because obviously he wins, BIPOC surfer, best guy there. But let's talk Ultimate Surfer. How did it happen? How did you get on it? Yeah, it was actually a pretty funny story because when they originally hit me up for it, um, I thought they were hitting me up to be like a judge or like the host or like some part of it, not to actually be a competitor. I haven't competed, you know, seriously in probably over 10 years. And so it wasn't really something that I was really excited about in the beginning or like something that I actually like wanted to do I was like okay this could be cool whatever and then you know everything with COVID happened and the world slowed down and I kind of started you know thinking about it and I was like you know what this would be a lot of fun like like you know I still love surfing and you know um let's see how this goes and you know unfortunately before the um before the uh the filming that I had a little bit of some obstacles happen and, you know, because it was during the initial lockdown time. And so, um, you know, obviously my leading up to it didn't go the way I had planned, but, you know, all in all, like, you know, it was a pretty wild experience. And basically I was like, at first, like, "Eh, we'll see, you know, it's been a while since I put a Jersey on and, really like been mentally even thinking about like competing and um but you know I kind of figured I was like oh there's other elements to the show and different things that I could possibly excel in um which I didn't know what those other elements were going to be until I actually got there um but yeah who who reached out to you was it the world surf league or ABC initially where did initial contact come from you know, I think it was ABC, actually, I, or I think it was kind of a combination. Um, to be honest, it's been like so long ago now, I can't even really remember um, who and what transpired from the beginning. But yeah. So what was the, uh, what were the logistics? Like, when did you shoot? How long were you there for? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we actually shot over a year ago, if you can believe that. Um, we shot last summer, uh, beginning of July. So crazy times. It was like one of the first biggest TV shows that's been filmed, like going into that period of time. Um, we did a bubble system, uh, which I would have loved for them to kind of show a little more of that or, you know, kind of brought that. Yeah, in. Why didn't they? Uh, you that's know, a, I don't that's know. a fun storyline. I don't, I don't think that, um, I don't know. I don't think they wanted to age it to know when people shot it or, 
maybe, uh, you know, whatever, but I think it is pretty um, interesting. And actually one of the most interesting things about the show that they were able to pull it off in July last year when not much was happening. And were you guys, were you guys bubbled at Surf Ranch or did you bubble at the Tachi or where did you bubble? I wish I bubbled at the Tachi. That sounds like fun. Um, <laughs> no, we were, uh, we were at another hotel for five days, um, multiple tests, um, you know, and that was something in itself too, because um, at the time I, you know, flew from Florida and, my partner works in medicine. So I was like, Oh my gosh, like, am I going to be in this hotel and do the five days and test positive and not be able to even do the show. And, um, but yeah, no, they did a really good job at like making sure everyone was safe and like that they were able to even pull it off. So, um, I wish they kind of would have showed a little more of that and, you know, having, I think a interesting part of the show would have been showing the surfers in the hotel for five days <laughs> during the quarantine. Was everybody, what was so everybody doing? Where, yeah. I'm sorry, what? What was everybody doing in the uh, in quarantine? Getting nasty? You know, I, I think just like trying to stay active, you know, like try to stay moving and just like not go crazy. I mean, I know um, a lot of the surfers had to do it going to Australia for 14 days, which is really, I, I mean, after five days, I was like starting to go a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it was it hard quarantine? I mean, were you in your room, not able to or locked. not allowed to leave your room? Yep, locked like in food room. brought to you, locked yep. in the room. So not with the others, just by yourself. No, no, I I wasn't having a slumber party with Malia or Luke or any of my other friends who were on the show. So should have been having one with Luke. What the heck though? <laughs> uh, how did they? How in the world does is the world surf league? I mean, I suppose this is not entirely their show, but surfers gone crazy is a way better show for me, for my money, if they would just set up GoPros in a room and allow surfers to go mad in their, were you in <laughs> Fresno? I mean, where was the hotel? Yeah, it was by by the ranch. Okay. Visalia? Yeah, I mean, it's it's awful. Every, every town there is a Satan spawn. It's a horrible place on this earth. I loathe every part of that whole region. I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, it's-, it's Did you like it? Def, definitely. I mean, the ranch is like the highlight out there. So, you know, I think it's brought a lot of business and different things to that area, which is great, you know, but besides that, yeah, I don't know. I know the casinos like a thing, but we weren't, we weren't locked in the casino, unfortunately. So that's a bummer. So wait, so then you did your five days, everybody tests negative. They pack you on a party bus off you go to surf ranch and then they cameras start rolling. Like, how how accurate were the first four episodes to reality yeah i think you know to be honest like there was so much more that happened in the show and like that's the thing after watching it and i'm watching along with everyone like you know we got to see one episode at the premiere party a couple weeks ago but besides that it was like you know i'm watching for the first time of what they put in or what they didn't put in and um, kind of the storylines they they went about and um, you know I think there's just like so much more and like you know I think each person has like pretty unique stories and a lot of stuff to tell and you know I think you know it's reality tv so at the end of the day they're gonna edit and make things how they think their audience is gonna like for ABC so you know I I um, yeah they were just it was literally like we're you're at the ranch we're starting to roll and yeah, like good luck. <laughs> what little storylines did they miss in those first four episodes? 
what little cool things did uh, we did not see? Yeah, like honestly, I think it would have been cool to show kind of like more of the interactions. Like I think something really cool was, you know, who we were roommates with and showing people getting to know each other or like reconnecting. Like even for me, like I grew up with like Kai and Alejandro and, you know, like those guys I've known my whole life, but like I haven't connected with them in like 20 or like 10, the last 10 years. So like we were like really just like catching up and like being like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like how's life? Like um, what's new? And like, I think that part of the show like is, is uh, you know, again, we have so many good memories as the cast, like just memories within like reconnecting and with each other that, you know, I think they could have shown a little more of that, but um, end of the day, they were trying to, you know, show the competition and, um, you know, kind of go for that angle. What's Did, the, uh, oh, sorry, oh, go Derek. There you go. Oh, I mean, I was going to say, okay, okay. I'm going to just jump in here. Uh, <laughs> did, had you ridden Surf Ranch before and what, what were your impressions of Surf Ranch the Wave? So, yeah. So the, this is something again, too, that was like probably the most interesting part of the show. And it was like really conveyed in the first episode that a lot of the people hadn't surfed Surf Ranch before. Everyone got basically no practice all new boards because we had to do um no logos like kind of how the olympics does it for tv and um so a lot of people rolled up with like five brand new boards they've never ridden um never ridden before specifically for the pool and also never ridden the wave i had been out um one other time and i had gotten like a wave and a half so like for me, I was definitely like, oh my God, this is like crazy because it is like not like a real wave. Um, and it's definitely has its challenges and stuff. So everyone was like, that was like the rattling thing, which again, I don't think they really touched on that too much that like no one's getting practice, you know, <laughs> like, but um, yeah, I think that's a big misconception that we were all out there before surfing, hanging out, practicing. And like, that wasn't the case. How long were you there for actually on the ranch living in those little airstreams? Um, I was there for about a week. Oh, wow. And what about yeah. um, Zeke and the other, the other finalists or whatever? Did they, they're three weeks or two weeks or? Yeah, I think about like three weeks or so. Yeah. And, and what about, what was your pregame Did strategy? Did you plan on being the queen bitch? No, I mean, my, my strategy, I went in and I basically told everyone, I was like, look, this is reality TV. Like, I don't really care what you say about me. Like no hard feelings. Like, you know, they can edit anyone here, how they want. Um, you know, this is in ABC's control and yeah, like, I mean, I think it's funny because, um, some of the stuff I said actually was a little tweaked or taken out of context. Um, you know, I said a lot of really nice things on the show about people and um, other competitors and different things, but of course they're not going to use that. So. It, uh, I mean, it's sm smart of you. I, I mean, I've known you for quite a while and know that you are a savvy person, like whatever you're putting forward is well thought and you are, you are very much behind the game. Right. Uh, and so clearly knowing that somebody's going to have to be catty or bitchy to make this interesting. I'll take that on. Right. How in the world though, you're to me, 
were one of the only interesting characters on there. How do they, how do the showrunners kick off one of the only interesting, you know, don't, wouldn't you do anything you could to keep the interesting people or the, you know, the bitchy people or the people causing drama on the show as long as you could? That's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. End of the day, there is still like a competitive um, aspect to the show. So, you know, obviously like getting paired with Tia, which again, that was real. Like, you know, they picked me in the surf off. So, you know, it's definitely, um, you know, I've been out of the game competing for 10 years and she's and her height, um, you know, she's, she's doing it full time and has her head in it. And so, yeah, like definitely that wasn't an easy match. And, um, you know, I think for me, I wish there was a little more of the psychological or like, other games like more kind of like survivor-esque stuff which I kind of thought there would be more of that but a lot of the other challenges were all physical which was great too but you know I I would have been practicing a little more um you know running underwater with rocks and stuff like that <laughs> I didn't think like, I'd, uh, like all surfers do yeah I didn't think that I'd almost like drown in a wave pool but I mean <laughs> subject to that was probably the craziest thing like seeing all the surfers almost drowned in the wave pool, like legit, like TV didn't capture what actually like went on. That was terrifying. It was, it's, it was amazing because Zeke and um, Kai finished last and second last, well, second last and last, the two Hawaiians are. Yeah. And that was funny. I mean, like that was something we all rousted them. Like, man, when you go back to Hawaii, everyone's going to like, Thank you guys are kooks. Like you're supposed to be the underwater <laughs> champions, like running with the rocks. And, you know, even like um, uh, Zeke, you know, he does all the Wim Hof stuff and he's like, uh, you know, this big tough Hawaiian guy. And, and then actually Malia carried the weight 90% of the time. Malia did all the work for the team, uh, which I don't think they really showed that either. But um, Malia was like, Oh my God, like I was like stoked. And then, Zeke couldn't <laughs> carry the, the rock. And I thought, you know, he's the Hawaiian Hulk um, going to be able to rock one run. No problem. So what happened with Zeke? Did he panic? I don't know. I think he just, I think he just kind of had like a, a little head thing kind of go down like mental. I mean, like, you know, and I think also too, it was like a lot of chaos and like we were, uh, I think the weight was like 50 or 60 pounds and you were, we were strapped together. Like there's a lot, there was a lot going on. And I think everyone was just kind of like confused if anything, and people got tangled and then the wave came, which looks small on TV, but actually like has a lot of power. And, you know, I, if we did it, we, it was pretty difficult even for like Mason and Koa guys to be kind of like, wow, damn, those guys are for like real waves. So it's one thing it's that no joke. It, it's one thing <laughs> that footage of the surf ranch doesn't really um, show how it, it's pretty solid. Huh? It's like a proper four foot wave. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. If you get like hit in the wrong spot, like in the hollow spot, like it's really dangerous actually. Like, you know um, I hit my head like with my board a little bit and like, it's really easy to fall wrong there and it's really easy to fall there. And like case in point, the first episode, everyone fell, you know, you guys might know I did like a bunch of safety turns, but like, you know, that was part of the strategy because 
everyone else besides Zeke, I think foul on like their first or second turn guy or girl. So um, it's, it's one of those things where like, you know, the wave is definitely a really challenging thing. And, you know, I think it's one of those things where like, you kind of have to like go to the wave to understand that aspect of it. Um, Watching it kind of is a little deceiving. Was this your first time on a television program, like a reality show or something else? Have you done something before or no? Yeah, I've done actually a lot of TV. Um, I used to do a lot of TV actually before like internet stuff, even like I used to do his stuff for MTV and like, you know, different uh, Fox sports and different channels like that. I remember, did it feel good to get back in the television ring? Did you think, oh, this is fun. I could do this. You know, what's interesting with that. And that's like a really good question because I was like pretty excited, but over the last couple of years, like I've been able to just like do my own productions basically. And like run my own show and like have control over that. So like, for me, it was definitely a kind of like a readjustment to be like, okay, I'm like filming something, but like, I have no idea how they're going to edit it. I have no idea like what challenges are going to happen or like how the surfing is going to be, or like how, like, I didn't know all those elements. And so that part of it, like, is definitely like, for me, like a little challenging because again, like I'm used to having all the control over like my own channels and what I do. So, um, yeah, but it was fun. It was different, you know, like, obviously I don't have like, you know, all the equipment that the TV people got and they got some pretty nice stuff and to make something look a little better than my Instagram videos. So it all, it all looks really clean. There's no boozing or anything. Was it really like that? Or was it a bacchanal? Um, you know, I wish there was a little more boozing and stuff. I think it was like uh, one of those things that, you know, it, 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 this, the physical aspect of the show was so intense that everyone was just like tired at the end of the day. Like, you know, and um, I think, you know, they hopefully we can do something else and uh, have a little more of a uh, little more of a party aspect to it. Did any, did any sexing happen happen on the show? You know what? No. Well, actually, because I left, not that I know of. So, (laughs) Um, but from what I saw. You would have talked to your, talked to your girl Malia after. Yeah. I mean, I, I was waiting for something. I thought there'd be maybe something, um, her and Mason, you know, or, you know, maybe Luke, I, you know, uh, most of the people on the show isn't were Luke asexual, what isn't Luke asexual. He strikes me as a very, no, man. <laughs> no Luke hot has a girlfriend. He's, he's a lady. He, he's a lady killer. Is he really? Luke's Luke's girlfriend is cute via, via the Instagram. Yeah. Luke has like, I mean, he but has, he, so is, many he is totally, but he is asexual presenting via social media. I will say I'm a, I love that Luke Davis, but he totally comes across as asexual, Derek. I back you on that one. Yeah, he just he, kind of yeah, Luke has five. And hairy and sweaty and just pumping at something, giving that a sweet punishment. <laughs> mm. You didn't, you didn't get, you didn't get barreled hard enough. Yeah, <laughs> pulling the hair and biting the neck and shit. Mm. 
I mean, yeah, I don't know. Luke's amazing. Like, um, I, I know a lot of people are probably mad at me for getting him off the show. I, I broke many yeah. young girls. Yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of the Luke Davis girl fans probably want to come after me, which is no fun. Yeah, they want some of that, that slippery craning frenzy. <laughs> what about um, what about Malia Ward? Is she like a daddy? Does she like to fight? Um, Malia is a, a fiery girl, you know, like she's an amazing surfer. She's one of my best friends. And, you know, that was actually a really cool part of the show too, that we got to do it together. And, um, you know, she knows that wave really well and she's been to the pool a bunch. And I think, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see how it goes for her. And, um, Malia is a, a lot of fun too. She's feisty, but a lot of fun. What's, if what's, what's the if the World Surf League, oh, there you go. sorry, did there you go, man. go for it. I was just going to say, if the World Surf League <laughs> came to you. <laughs> we need some. We need some. Good. We need some um, uh, sort of visual cues. Cues. Yeah, yeah. We sure do. I'm looking at you now, Chaz. You you ask a question, and I shall follow. Okay, if the World Surf League came to you, Anastasia, and said, "Okay." We did it, Ultimate Surfer. We made a reality show. You know, it was okay. It could have been better. Ratings were not what we hoped. But we saw that you had a real eye for this game. We're going to turn over our reality show department to you. Uh, what surfing reality show would you stage? Man, that's a good question. Um, I think, like, I like the idea of doing something in Hawaii, um, doing something that maybe is like not even that original or crazy, but like, like survivor, like surfers are pretty rugged and can kind of take the punches. So even like naked and afraid meat surfing, like you got to make a surfboard or you got to like go catch your own food and kind of like take the surfers into different elements and throw them in, or actually like make the surfers like get jobs. Like I would like that idea. Like like, you know what, like you're going to go out here and like work at the surf ranch and you're going to have to like learn how to like run a business or like learn how to um, do account or like just put them in like random scenarios. I feel like that would be a fun idea. Um, you know, I, I think uh, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, sur it, it surfing is hard, you know, and like that's the one thing like, you know, I, I know a lot of people are like, you know, um, trying to make sense of the show and all the stuff and end of the day it's like you know very hard to get a show on tv I've been a part of like many pilots and different things and I think it's one of those things that like eventually like I think there'll be something that is wild in the surf space but again maybe it's something that's already out there but just throwing surfers in it I totally what? forgot that you did Naked and Afraid you're a Naked and Afraid alumna Oh, what's naked? Yeah. Anastasia uh, got naked and went out into the jungle and got afraid. Oh, really? How did I miss this? Nope. Yeah. I, I, I slept on the dirt for like six days and ate bugs and did all these like crazy things. And um, yeah, that was a wild experience too. I mean, um, definitely that one I knew what I was going into though. I was like, okay, um, this is going to be like, you know, very hard. If like, this is what I know because the show has already been out for so long, but this one was like a little different because I really didn't know. I knew there were surfing 
um, in a competition, but I didn't know all the challenges or again, like, I didn't know if they were going to have us be like, you know, trying to find our food or something, <laughs> assumingly they had food for us, but, um, you never know, you know? Well, so if I kept, I think I kept waiting for like a bigger twist. So like, okay, like, you know, are we going to have to like fight Kelly Slater or like, you know, I also was like, where's like, you know, Kelly, like, is he like hiding in the airstream? Like, where is he? <laughs> Did he appear in person at all? Um, you know, they had him on the TV and then, um, they like, they did this thing and that was actually exactly what they showed, like his involved, like how he was there, but like in a TV, which was pretty funny. Cause everyone was like, wait, where's Kelly? Oh, he's in the TV again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Anastasia with your non-disclosure agreement, what's the punishment if you disclose something? Um, I don't know. I don't even want to know. I don't, I do not want to deal with, uh, any lawyer. So <laughs> you should test it. We'll ask you, we'll ask you a question. And then if you answer it truthfully, then we'll see what sort of punishment you get. No. Wish we had the NDA. We could, we could read yep. it. Chaz. Oh man. Uh, I bet she can't say, I bet it's, I bet it's they fully handcuffed. I bet it's, you cannot talk about anything basically other than pr stuff but what would be the punishment? like so you can talk about your experience oh um well that'd be the thing that would be the thing to find out is i'm sure it's some huge thing like a million dollars and blah 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 but if they would actually take it to court would be the interesting thing because a studio taking poor anastasia to court is not a good luck or blowing her nda right i mean Good thing is that we didn't have to sign I mean, it. A lot of, so we, a could, lot of things, we could say that. I mean, we, we can say that. We can say that. Over and over and over and over. You said nothing. <laughs> I'll just say this. A lot of times things don't actually go to court. Things settled before. So I just don't even, you know. And also to uh, keep you guys watching too, right? Are you guys still watching? Are you? Have yes. you stopped? I've left. I, I'm just happy that Zeke Law won is the only thing that. Like I've been happy about that for for months and months. So when we when Derek and I first found out that Zeke Law won, it made me really happy. It was very. Happy. Uh, I mean, you got to keep watching. I can't really say. I mean, well, there's I mean, there's definitely some. I well, again, I haven't seen all the episodes, so there's. The, what there's I was watching episodes. for, though, I would have kept watching for you. I don't care which girl, and at this point, if you if you're not going to win, then give me no one. Just give me Zeke. Mm -hmm. I'll give me both of Zeke's big movies. That's all I need to see. Eric. Well, we're just, I, we're, I, just, we're just living by your last little thing. I, I might be back, bitches. Would you say? Might be back, or? Yeah, I think I said like, oh, maybe back, or I'll be back, bitches, or something. I don't know, but. Oh, if you come uh, back and win, I'll, I'll be the happiest man alive. I mean, yeah. Otherwise, we have to we have to come up with how you ask me. How would you do the show, like, or another surf show? How would you guys do a surf show? Yeah, oh, we, we, we wanted to do a little surf show where we're going to take Philippe Toledo to Chopu and um, get him to ride a 10-foot barrel and become a master of the of the wave, but it didn't really work out. I That's a great idea. I, I like the idea of doing everything in Tahiti. Like, you know, I, I think the Olympics coming up um, there is going to be pretty interesting. I'm, I'm very excited to see the girls and, you know, um, it's it's people are going to, 
if it's big, it's going to be, uh, that's going to be crazy to watch. Have you, have you chipped into Chopo before? You know, I've paddled like small size. I haven't done any like towing or anything, but you know, now that I've lost the ultimate surfer, I just have to like figure out. You're like, not supposed to say that though. I think you just blew your NDA. What? what? Did she say? I missed it. Let's I think you just blew your NDA. She just said I lost. Now that I lost the ultimate surfer. Ah, oh, she lost. Well, oh, yeah. here comes the here comes the out of court settlement. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I lost and, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, uh, it would be fun to, you know, go get some big barrels or something, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta show people I can, I can still surf a bit, you know, I've been surfing actually a lot since the show, um, and really like actually like really surfing, spending a lot of time in Hawaii again. And, um, yeah, so I, I gotta like prove because people think I'm just like a safety turner. Yeah, that's a Philippe Philippe Fleeter refused to paddle into a big chopu wave. Would you refuse to paddle into a big chopu wave? Um depends. <laughs> I've refused many times. I mean, if it was like for a TV show or like for a competition, though. But if it was just like I had an opportunity, I mean. I don't know. That's a good question. I need to get someone to give me a wave. I mean, that's a, that's the thing. It's like very hard to get a wave out there. Even, you even if you want to go, it's like, pipe. it's like, even if you want to get a wave at pipe, it's like, good luck. Like you got to like earn your spot, you know, just ask Ray Mana to whip you into something at chips. Yeah, no, I think, I think he would be down. Ramon is the man. So, um, oh, the man. you we know, maybe, Maybe if I go back there um, soon, we'll we'll get get our opportunity. When I was there, there wasn't really any opportunities um, that lined up for me. So our, our live blogger for Alto Surf, whose name is Jen C, she's curious about the gender divide <clears throat> in Ultimate Surfer, in that women are openly competitive while the dudes are like, "I just want to get barreled." What was the view from your perspective? I mean, that's how women and male surfing is and always has been. I think, you know, uh, at least when I was competing and like from my era, like a lot of the girls, even though they were all friends, they, it was beyond catty, beyond competitive. And it's really like a reflection of just, you know, surfing already is very hard for opportunities. And then you add in being a female, um, the opportunities are like smaller and smaller. And so like, it's going to be more competitive and girls in general are just like, that's the nature of girls. Like they are competitive. And, you know, I think, um, guys are a lot more like physically, um, competitive or like, yeah, they want to get the best barrel or get deeper, or get more waves or whatever, where girls are like, Ugh, I don't like the way she does her hair or like, you know, she's annoying or like, you know, they, they pinpoint of a little more um, all details, but I also think it's just a reflection of like the opportunities for women are like a lot smaller than the men, which even for the men now in surfing, like it's already closing in. I mean, you guys know, like a lot of the top surf guys now don't even have major sponsors and, you know, for women, it's like even harder because, um, you know, it's, 
it's just like less less to take. Speaking of women sporting, I have to wrap it up right here because I have to get to daughter's Vanderbilt soccer game. She's playing. Uh, this is the first time I get to go watch her play live, so it's pretty exciting here in Nashville, Tennessee. So, last question here for you, Anastasia: If yes. you could take five celebrities on a surf trip, who would they be, and where would you go? Okay, so I would probably go to Waikiki because it's an easy wave. No one's going to get hurt um, and everyone can have fun. Warm water, good vibes. Uh, I'd take probably Jonah Hill, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. I'd good take, choice. I'd, I'd take Diplo. Um I'm going for like surf celebrities though right now. Maybe P. Diddy. Um, Got two more spots to fill. Ooh. Trying to think. Um, Two more spots. I got Diplo, Jonah Hill, P. Diddy. Maybe I would just go so rogue on this one, like Tom Cruise. Like just someone someone from... uh, that was popping like a couple years ago. And then like, who else is a good celebrity? Tom Brady. There's, there's our show, Derek. There's our beach grit. Anastasia Ashley presents my oh, five surfers, my five celebrity with. surfers. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I I'm ready for the beach grit show. That's, that's what I'm actually ready for. Like, you know, do it on web and see, uh, you know, see, see who wins. Who, who would you guys have on the show? But Everyone you just said. Oh, Mick Jagger would be pretty sick. Oh, Mick Jagger. Let me Jagger. Yeah. We get, get him on a phone. We could get the drummer, Rolling Stones drummer. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, that's but how great would that be? Oh, that would be, be like weekend at Bernie's surfing. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? So good. Um, <laughs> well, Chaz, I'll let you go. Am I losing Derek at this point too? Losing both of both of my favorite men. Yeah, losing us, yeah. I've got some um, some. Uh, I'm going car hunting today, so I'm out. Oh, Derek. Well, Anastasia was so good, and we have to reprise this one. We'll have to do this again uh, before the Ultimate Surfer ends. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to do um, when the climax after Zeke and Tia win. Exactly. When Zeke and Tia win, will you come back on, Anastasia? Yeah, so we have to keep watching, and <laughs> I will come back, and, um, you know, I actually kind of want to do some bets maybe and see because, again – you can't give that with you because you know who <laughs> no, I mean, I again, I'm not, I'm not saying anything, but there's a lot of surprises and twists. Ooh, and I haven't seen the final episode, so I actually really don't know. Oh, Zeke. Oh, well, we can tell you it's Zeke Lau. Yeah, BIPOC surfer. Who, 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 who is your source? Uh, the it's, a, it's a solid source. It's a I, I'm going for Coast. Bad man at ABC. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, thanks for your time, Anastasia. We'll, we'll talk in uh, a couple of weeks on little wraps. Awesome. Thanks, Anastasia. All right, take care. Bye. Bye.
If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets, during games, or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Chaz, do you throw your money away betting? I wish I could more easily. This is the problem is I'm always looking for somewhere easy to throw my money away sports betting because I always think that I've got a sure lock on a game and nothing feels better than knowing you have a sure lock and throwing money down. Right. I mean, how often do you sports bet? I I jump on the, jump on the surfing occasion. I always lose because I I can't ignore long odds. I see long odds and, and I, and I just see ding, ding, ding. But that's, I mean, the whole point of betting is long odds, right? Like who wants to ever go like playing the book to me is the most insane part about gambling because in gambling, I got a gut feeling on something, even from anything, right? I mean, most sports betting, but even let's bring it all the way back to blackjack is sitting and playing the book where you're at the table and you know, okay, I'm holding a 17, but Ooh, I got a gut. (laughs) <laughs> that a four is coming up and you know that everyone in the table hates you when you say hit me because you're not supposed to do that but getting isn't i don't understand anyone hating on anyone taking the longest odds in any any time the blackjack example is perfect because you have these people playing a game that's designed for them to lose and yet they play this, they play that thing where you, you, don't, you don't draw on you know 14 or above. no you play the book that's yeah, yeah. all you do is play the book and then the and people serious. And you see how I mean, how mad do people get in front of you when somebody else would not play the book? And I and I used to sit and go, "You guys are idiots." And then quite often you you know you pull out you you know you're ten, you four, you three, you two, you three, whatever, and get twenty one. If someone had been pulling all those shortcuts, the only way it works is if you can card count. I mean, card count and or got a sweet gut feeling, which is sports Ooh, betting is all wait, about. What's it feel like. Tell me what it feels oh. like. Tell me that gut. I, I mean, would you just have that tingle in your gut when you know, when you know, I mean, for example, I was in Italy not too long ago, knew full well Italy was going to take the uh, Euro Cup. I knew they were going to beat England. I just knew it. Uh, and if I had a nice app that I could have easily bet or a nice website, that I knew I could have bet, I would have full on thrown down. It's just, I never know where to go in this instance. Well, now you know. So visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before your next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, the online sports, best sports book experts, and it's betonline.ag. Very important. So wait, betonline.sportsag. No, no, betonline, B T O whatever. Dot ag. So it's Antigua. Dot, that's it. You don't even yeah, need to dot com. Do. Come visit beautiful Antigua and Barbuda. I mean, who doesn't want to bet in Antigua? We love your women. Oh, who doesn't? That's where <laughs> I want to throw all my money away. Welcome, welcome to Antigua. Tattooed on your dear car. Making people's millions. <laughs> Thanks, Jazz. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E 
AV on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.